What, you want me to teach you something? You want to learn something? You talking to me? Just talking? Well, what's the show about? It's about nothing. Hi, and welcome to another episode of Must Talk About Nothing, a show about movies, music, and more, where we continue on our endless journey in search of something to talk about. As always, I'm your host, Granny Ingram, and if you want to interact with the show, you can do that by sending us an email at musttalkaboutnothing at gmail.com, by following us on Instagram at musttalkaboutnothing, by following us on Twitter at mtanpodcast, and by joining our Discord. The link to that's in the description. We really love all the people there, even the ones that fact check us, and um, we also have an website that link is podpage.com slash mtam all lowercase and there you can leave us a voicemail and you can actually yell at us in real time anyway so today's a very special episode we actually have brett scrima from our discord on to yell at us about star wars because just the annoying fact checker yes i'm a, I'm a bit of an expert myself of course, that's why we're having you on, man. If if you if you like your like... groundlings. So also joining me today to take my talking to, it is Grant Stonewall Skillen at gmail dot com owner Grant Stonewall Skillen. How you doing, Grant? I'm doing good. How are you guys? Um, I'm doing well. Brett, how about you? Yes, I'm I'm doing very well, especially knowing that after this, I'm probably going to be taking Skillen's job. <laughs> it should be the application. All right, we we were trying to replace him after Tombstone. You should. Oh yes, yes, of course. Yeah. Well, if you want to take it away, go for it. All righty. So prepare to be correct. First thing, let's start with something easy, shall we? Now, uh, which one of you? It was uh, Granty Ingram, right? You you were the one who said Yoda or Grogu was a Yoda clone, correct? I I think that was Skillin. I said it was possible. Ah, so I said I, I said I hope I said or I said there are theories and I hope that they're true. Yes. Well, here's why he's not. I, I mean, of course, if he was a clone, you'd be the only person who would know. But you are actually incorrect in this, in this one because if he was in fact a clone of Yoda, once Ahsoka went into his mind and started speaking to him, she would have recognized him as Yoda because he would have had Yoda's brain and DNA. And this is one of the reasons why Order 66 was so effective, because they were all clones. And it's confusing for a Jedi to go around walking with people who are all literally of the same mind. So that's the first one, where you are inconceivably wrong. You're welcome. Well, thank you. It's good, it's good to know. It's good to be put in my place sometimes. Oh, yes, yes, yes. Your mother would love me. Anyways, um... First, next thing, you say Ahsoka did not have a reason to not train Grogu, or she went back on her word saying she would train him, correct? Correct. Well, she actually stated at the beginning that if you separate a extremely Force-sensitive child with their loved ones, such as Anakin when he was nine years old, uh, it could actually have damaging effects, such as the destruction of the entire Jedi Order. Um, just a, <laughs> just a small thing. Just a little yes. thing like that. Mm-hmm. Tiny things like that. Uh, not a big deal. I mean, the Jedi and the prequels, they were the bad guys anyway. But um, yes, you are also wrong in that sense. And I don't believe, I've only seen the episode once, but I don't believe she actually did say she would train him. Uh, he just said that 
she said that she w could help him if she helped her. And when she does help him, that is uh, spoilers. She said he's. She says to set him on the seeing stone, uh, which he does. So that is another one in which you are unbelievably incorrect. You're welcome. Thank you. <laughs> okay, next item. Whoops. You got any more for us? Yes, my notes just closed. I have notes. Ah, Ahsoka is more focused on killing the magistrate than anything else. This one is also actually false because she didn't want to kill the magistrate. She wanted information. Uh, when she won the fight, she said, where is Grand Admiral Thrawn? Uh, my brother, actually. Well, they're so smart. Anyways, um, and she's looking for Thrawn because... Uh, uh, how do I say this without spoiling Rebels? Hmm. Okay, this is an episode. It's for people who have watched uh, Rebels and Clone Wars mainly. But she wants to know where Grand Admiral Thrawn is because she's looking for someone. And he's the first big clue. Okay. So, yes, at this point, she's actually not part of Luke's Jedi Order, to my knowledge anyway. Uh, but she's in fact looking for Grand Admiral Thrawn. Awesome. Hope we see so that, that is, in her show. Yes, I believe her show is going to pick up uh, where that episode ends, and she's going to go back to Sabine from Rebels and know that she has a lead. Let her know she has a lead. So that's the, the other item. You're welcome. Thank you. You had mentioned okay. in Discord about the... Is there any the... other way you can crap on Grant? Oh, yes, yes. Very many. <laughs> you mentioned in the discord that with the Lerman episode the weapon of mass destruction that um didn't kill the droids it was like a biological thing yes yes it only affects organics uh i'm not sure they don't get into too much detail about how it actually works but um yes it is very much a biological weapon okay that makes sense i didn't think about that i would know I work for the British government, MI6. Ah, and you can obviously tell us here on the podcast. Yes, oh, yes of course, of course. Yeah. It's not a big secret. I'm pretty sure everyone knows you. I'm world famous, you know. Right, yeah, you're, the, you're James Bond, right? Uh, no, I'm better. Have you seen the last James Bond movie? Oh, disgraceful. It's fair. Hopefully the next one's good. <laughs> yes, of course. All right, shall I go to the next item? Any more questions? Nope, absolutely. Move on. Feel free to go ahead. All right. Ahsoka was forced in. Well, the thing is, it actually does make more sense for her to be in than any other Jedi because um, she has the biggest connection to Bo-Katan. In fact, she's the only Jedi Bo-Katan, the only living Jedi Bo-Katan knows about. Um, and Cal Kestis, I don't think he would work very well because... It hasn't been confirmed that he is actually still alive. And if they did confirm it on the Mandalorian, it would kind of remove the tension in the next Jedi game. You know what I'm saying? I get Yeah, that makes sense. That, that does make sense. Can I so say I think something? Actually... I literally said about the Ahsoka Bo-Katan connection, and Grant just, like, ignored that. So thank you for bringing <laughs> that up. Uh, thank you. Yes. Uh, I think it was actually... Ahsoka made the most sense in this case. Uh, I was going to say something else, but uh, I lost my train of thought. Um, but yes, I don't think they should have done Cal because uh, they want to keep his story 
kind of new and fresh. Makes sense. So, what what was uh, another problem you had with it, Granty? With which one, the Jedi or the? Yes, um... with the with the Jedi episode. I didn't like the the change in the look for Ahsoka. It didn't look right to me. Uh, uh, you've only seen the Clone Wars, correct? In a little bit of Rebels, not. Okay. Okay. You've seen the uh, episodes with Ahsoka. I believe so. I, I think I've seen a All couple. All right. Well, prepare to be blown away, because I actually agree with you. She she does look very different. Uh, not too different, but it, it it does. It kind of weirded me out. And I had a hard time going with it. So, uh, sorry, Skillen, but Stonewall, this is this is your big surprise. I, I actually agree with him on this one. She does look different. I didn't notice it completely the first time. What are the little white things? Those horns or hairs or? Uh, that is the Tagrota version of hair. They do not have hair. They can't grow hair. Instead, they have those. Uh, I almost called them lekus, but th- that's what a Twi'lek has. And she is not a Twi'lek. But if you, if you know the Jedi uh, Shock Chi from the Clone Wars or from Revenge of the Sith, she's on the Jedi Council. Mm-hmm. Um, it, she's the same creature. She's actually in um, the Force Unleashed 1. Okay. You fight her as Starkiller. But that is the, the creature she is. They do not have hair. They have those uh, things. Okay. Okay. So she got a haircut, basically. Oh, actually, they grow with age. So the longer they are, the older the uh, Tagrota is. Okay. So when they shortened them up, they made her like younger than she was in the Clone Wars. Yes. Well, actually, they, I think they were a bit longer than they were in the Clone Wars, but shorter than in Rebels. So that also yeah, Rebels, they were very long. Yes, because at that point, she's about 30 years old. Okay. Oh, no, so, sorry, she's in her mid-twenties. Oh, as a side note, uh, Bo-Katan, for a character who's supposed to be uh, at least in her late forties, she looks really young, I, I must say. She really does, yes. It's like the opposite of Obi-Wan. For, yeah, like, everyone... For Obi-Wan is like 50 and looks like that. Well, with that, I can give it a pass because he's been living in a desert for 30, not 30 years, 20 years. I still and, feel like that's uh, a bit much yeah. for 50, though. Well, actually, by um, Revenge of the Sith, he's supposed to be about 40 years old. So in uh, A New Hope, he's actually closer to 60 years old. Okay. Wow. He looks good for 40, then. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Yes, I, I've I've seen some actually very good cases of people who look much younger than they actually are. So mm-hmm. it's actually more realistic than you would think. Well, sorry, sorry what were you saying? I'm, I'm guessing you're comparing him to Paul Rudd, the man who never ages. Oh yes, or Patrick Stewart. That man does not age at all. It's true, but he's been old for a while. Like he, yes. he, he, he hit the peak, and then he just hasn't aged since then. Yeah, or Keanu Reeves. He's fifty-three right now, and he looks the same as he did in the nineties. It's true. It's weird, man. Yeah. Yes, but it is actually pretty cool. It is. I man. think. Yeah. I mean, if I could be with Keanu Reeves, I'd be okay with it. Oh yes, yes. Keanu is everyone's favorite man. 
Mm-hmm. <laughs> He's breathtaking. Yeah, I thought it was most appearing when he shoots people at point blank range with handguns or shotguns. Yeah, any any gun, it works. Oh yes, yes, any gun or a pencil. Yes, never ask for for his autograph. <laughs> He'll ask you if you have a pencil, and you have to back away crying. Just or you just give him a pen. Yeah. His deadliest weapon is a pencil, but a pen renders him useless. <laughs> Oh, dear, oh, dear. Oh. So, what, what, what was another, the other problem? I can't remember all of them. Oh. Honestly, I think that might have been it. Grant, do you I think the you... other thing we had was the voice and how Rosario Dawson did the voice, like, at the beginning and then just stopped doing it. Oh, yes. Went on. That one, that actually didn't bother me as much. Or, uh, Grant, you can give your input. I completely agree. It completely bothered me that she didn't do the voice the whole time. That one actually didn't bother me as much because in the Clone Wars, she is a teenager. She's, I think, 17. So at this point, she is a, a bit older, and it, I think it would make more sense for her voice to be different. Because even Rebels, she's, isn't she a bit older than she was in Rebels, too? Uh, yes, let me see. Okay, she's 17 in the Clone Wars, and that Revenge of the Sith takes place three years after season one. Uh, a New Hope is 19 years later, so by Rebels, she should be in her 30s, late 30s. So in this show, she should actually be in her um, 40s, or late 40s, I believe. Okay. Yeah, that makes not sense that she doesn't have a whiny voice anymore. Yeah. Well, it's not exactly whiny, it's just sassy and small, I believe. Um, but... I'm not exactly sure what the age rate of a Tagrota is. I would have to look it up again. Um, but I'm pretty sure they age slower than humans, albeit uh, by, only by a little bit. Okay. Um, yeah, I was... I wouldn't have had as big of a problem with it if she didn't start out doing the Ahsoka voice. Oh, yes, yes. But she began doing it, and then she just kind of slipped away from it, and it bothered me a little yes. bit. That, that bit actually did bother me. Yeah. Who did her voice in Rebels? Uh, I can't remember her name. What was it? Well, because I was looking up Ashley Eckstein and it said she only did it in Clone Wars. I thought Eckstein did it in Rebels as well. I think so. Or it was someone who sounded very much like her. Let me Google real quick. But I've actually heard cases of this where the actors, voice actors, they couldn't do certain things, so they had to get someone else in them, like in a uh, prime example is Lion King. Jeremy Irons, when he's singing Be Prepared, he couldn't hit the notes at the last part of the song, so they got another guy. I can't exactly remember his name. I would have to look that up. But you can't really tell the difference because he does it so well. Yeah, there are a lot of vocal impressionists. Um... Yes, it is very good. Sir. Honestly, I probably, if I was to voice act in uh, Rebels, I wouldn't want credit unless I was playing Kanan or Hera, because those are really the only interesting characters. That's true. Rebels, I started watching and then just died off because it, it started boring me. So Yes, I think the biggest problem with Rebels is they were trying to be for kids and adults, which it doesn't really work, because 
A, you don't really see anyone die on screen. No one dies. The only people who die on screen are uh, stormtroopers. And for them, it's fine because they just face this enemies. So it's, are you talking it's about much. Which show is this? Rebels. Rebels. Maul it's much dies more too. Tame. Does he die Spoiler. on screen? Yeah, Maul dies on screen. <laughs> okay. It's the most interesting, or it's one of the most interesting episodes of the show, but most of the interesting parts were cut out because they wanted to make room for Ezra and Chopper for some reason. I don't know. Rebels is fine if you if you just want to watch something that's occasionally funny and has some good lightsaber fights sometimes, but it's not really that well written overall, I'd say. Yeah, it's definitely not the Clone Wars. The Clone Wars is very much not. Oh, and if you want to know why Ahsoka left the Order, you would have to watch the last arc of the fifth season. That is her last. Okay. Her last appearance until season seven. So season seven is actually not going to tell you much about the Jedi episode of Mandalorian. Okay. Well, when we eventually get there at the slow, slow rate of like one episode every six weeks, we will. I will definitely be sure to check that out. Yes. Well, you could do like the only the essential quote unquote style of watching the Clone Wars, and that's just only watching the episodes you uh, you would need to know information from if you are going to watch season seven. If we had but, done that, though, we wouldn't have gotten Herman the freaking Lerman. <laughs> Herman the Lerman. That is true. He's a legend. But he would have. Do you He's like Herman, Brett? Do you like Herman? Like uh, I do name? love his accent. I envy that accent, actually. No, do you like Grant naming him Herman the Herman? It actually reminded me of the backyard agains of the worm that they were throwing a poker party for. You know, the worm that was like. <laughs> but I do love, I do love the I, I love rhyming names. So I actually did like that. I enjoyed. I laughed out loud. I listen to that. Well, thank you. I'm, I'm, I'm glad you enjoyed it. I haven't thought of the backyard again in years. <laughs> <laughs> Childhood. <laughs> oh, yes. Definitely. Yeah. Well. So, what else? Uh, Lord, I'm trying to remember. Grant probably doesn't want to remember. <laughs> Every time I've been wrong, like. I think every episode I said at least one thing that warranted a correction, but I don't remember what they all were. Um, I was just stunned that someone's correcting you live. Do you want me to bring up you saying that Last Jedi is an objectively like, good movie? Oh, sure. I can correct that very much. So. <laughs> and I will do it without using references from any other Star Wars movies. Okay. Are we ready? Yes. All right. So it is objectively, it is not the best uh, written Star Wars movie. In fact, I would say, apart from the last, uh, the Rise of Skywalker, it is probably the worst written. And here's why: A. Admiral Holdo, she is the worst character in all of Star Wars. That's worse true. than Jar Jar. Fight me. Um, <laughs> but she is a terrible commanding officer because even when Poe threatened mutiny. She could have just sat down and said, hey, let's have some blue milk, or I guess 
uh, green milk. I'm not using references from other Star Wars movies. Green milk, let's have some green milk, and I will tell you the secret plan. But instead, she just threatens to kick him out of the ship, and she, ah, she compromises the entire resistance, basically, because she doesn't want to tell him the plan. Which, this is a terrible message. It's basically telling you that the best thing would be to blindly follow the orders of your superior officers, whether they're right or not. And I don't know about you, but I think that's something the bad guys would do. Yeah. It's more... I mean, you can make that ever... argument, but I digress. <laughs> I wonder if there was ever a bad guy organization that arose from people just following orders. Oh, wait. Cue the... Uh, Imperial the March. 19... Yes, the Imperial <laughs> March, because they're basically 1940s Germany. So yes, uh, let's make that the new theme for 1930s and 40s Germany. The Imperial March. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Okay, next thing that is wrong with Last Jedi, Rey. She is a Mary Sue, and I know the term has become overrated at this point in time, but she just there's no explanation whatsoever in that movie, given that movie, for why she is so strong. Because, okay, here's the thing. I'm going to use the reference from The Force Awakens, but that's a sequel, so it's okay. Uh, she meets Han. Let's say uh, she meets him on Monday. And she learns about the existence of the Force on uh, Tuesday. And then, no, that's also Monday, because he tells her almost right away. But... Then on Tuesday, she touches a lightsaber and has a weird vision. And then she gets captured on Wednesday. And then she escapes and wins her first lightsaber duel on Wednesday. Thursday, what? she... What? What's that? She also, on... What was the Wednesday referred to when she escaped? She, like, Kylo's mind tricks could not get into her mind. Yes. So yes, she also wins her first Force duel on Wednesday. And then uh, Thursday, she meets Luke, who is going to train her, but he doesn't really. She only, he only teaches her two lessons. A, the Jedi suck. B, they're going, they need to end. That's basically what he teaches her. But then she beats him on Friday, and then by Saturday, she's a full rock-lifting Jedi master by the end of The Last Jedi. <laughs> I mean, when you put it that way. <laughs> and apart from that, she doesn't even have a fun personality. She's blander than rice cakes. Her personality is as boring as her clothing. You're not wrong. Like, I think we need to have Brett on more often. <laughs> I agree. Brett, you have Stonewall's spot here. <laughs> yeah. Every time I, you look love... into that. I love crapping on Grant, but boy, absolutely. <laughs> oh. Shall I get into reason three? Sure. This is fine. Okay. Let's go to the villain, Kylo Ren. Actually, no, let's go to Snoke first. Kylo Ren will be the dessert. Um, what, does, what is Snoke's purpose in The Last Jedi? He does absolutely nothing except shoots lightning off the ground, which is pretty rad, honestly. But he doesn't do anything. He just dies. Which, actually, was an effective way to set Kylo Ren up as the big villain of this next trilogy. But 
What does he want? What does Kylo Ren want? We don't know, do we? Yeah. No. Not at all. He wants... Yeah, yeah. Yes. He wants to be Vader. Yes. I still want to know why he turns evil, though. Because he is the one directly responsible for the death of Han Solo and Luke Skywalker. What drove him to stab his father in the gut and then drive his uncle to have a force-induced heart attack? Like, what was that? <laughs> and we never get the answer. We just want him to turn good. Because reasons. Yeah. So was that sufficient, or should I, shall I go on? <laughs> Let's not even get to how crappy of a job Ryan Johnson does with portraying Luke Skywalker. Yes, but that's referencing other movies. Like, on, on its own, it could have been really good if you had given us a reason. And that's one of the things uh, why the sequels are so bad. They have no world building. You don't know what happened in the 30-year gap between Return of the Jedi and The Force Awakens. They don't tell you anything at all. And that's what makes the, um, the Mandalorian a good idea. Because it sets yes. up kind of that first order. And so I'm, like, after the season finale, I got a, a better appreciation for The Last Jedi, I think. Um, well, I think this this helps set up Luke and what his fall is going to be, like how confident he is in training Grogu. Part of me wonders if he successfully trains Grogu. It's like, you know what? I can take on Kylo, and then Kylo happens. And then that's why he gets depressed and goes and hides from everything. Yes, but apparently uh, they have made Mara Jade canon again, which if you don't know, Mara Jade is the wife of Luke Skywalker in the books. Um, I highly recommend the books. I have a shelf full of them. But the, apparently they recanonized her, and I guess she dies at some point. That could have actually been a very good way to set up why Luke is a grumpy old man who hates life in The Last Jedi. It could have been... But, but, like, if they wanted to start this late after Return of the Jedi, they could have had another set of prequel movies in between The Force Awakens and Return of the Jedi. That's that's a fair point. Um, I think my biggest problem with this trilogy, though, is just the lack of a story that they they tried to tell. Because, like, they you had said, no real plan. The Last Jedi yes. set up Kylo as this big villain, and then they're like, nah. We're not going to do that. Unlimited <laughs> power. It's all about subverting our expectations. So Ryan Johnson gets to subvert our expectations by taking all of J.J. Abrams' ideas in uh, The Force Awakens, specifically Finn being a stormtrooper. That was like the only great idea he had. And then he just throws it down the drain and turns on the garbage disposal. <laughs> but it goes deeper than that. In Rise of Skywalker... J.J. Abrams gets to subvert our expectations by taking all of those plot points that were down the drain, he takes the sewer tank they were held in, and he turns it into a flipping bomb. <laughs> and blows up the entire franchise. It's like, I think what I said in one of our episodes, I think it was, I think it was when I, the episode where I was ranting that like Kathleen Kennedy needs to get fired. But it's like, Ryan Johnson saw what J.J. Abrams did and just shot him two birds. And then J.J. Abrams will walk back on set and shoot him two birds, and they're just staring at each other and shooting each other. I know. 
the entire Star Wars universe is just watching, like, what in the world is about to happen? <laughs> yes, the entire fan, the entire trilogy, the franchise overall is pretty good as long as we get to decanonize the sequels, which might actually happen. Dave Filoni might be in charge of the next set of sequels along with George Lucas again. So what we which could I'm do happy is... about Grant said he was not too happy if George Lucas was coming back, but I'm looking forward to that. As long as they don't make him the director or writer, because he is not good <laughs> at writing dialogue, as we've seen, he is terrible mm-hmm. at writing dialogue, but he has great ideas. He's just, he's a great visionary. He's not good at much else. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, um, you're not, you're not wrong. Um, I really hope they do decanonize the sequels and we end up with like a, a return of Luke and Le- well, not Leia, Leia's dead, um. Yes, but, I mean, <laughs> they could just recast everyone. I actually, if they do recast... Sebastian Luke, Stan. Sebastian Stan. <laughs> I was thinking Evan Peters because he has that more of a boyish type of personality. He, you know, Quicksilver in uh, X-Men Apocalypse and Days of Future Past. Yeah, I know who you're talking about. I'm going to actually double check it. Yeah. I think he would make a very good Luke Skywalker because he has that kind of boyish charm to him that Sebastian Stan doesn't really have because his voice is too deep. That's it. Now, there's always the option of having Mark Hamill do the voice, which I'd be okay with. But I think his voice is just so different from what it was. It's much deeper, and you can tell uh, it's older, and I think it sounds like he's been smoking a little bit. Um, but but um, I think if they were to get George Lucas back, they should just go with his idea Make more the villain. They would have to decanonize rebels, which I'm not totally against. But they make more the villain, and they make his apprentice Darth Talon. But um, honestly, get her a new costume because the one she has is so bad; it's terrible. <laughs> yeah, I mean that's all it really takes, and um, I'd love to see it. And but then... it would be the matchup of oh, the century. Yeah, see I, Luke Skywalker against Darth Maul. And that's all the m- more reason, in my opinion, to um to set it enough time to where Mark Hamill could be Skywalker or to be could be Luke again. So I just set it thirty years after like they did the Force Awakens, but actually do, explain do the what exact the same time. Like do the exact same time apart, but just put Dave Filoni, John Favreau, and George Lucas in charge of it. Yes. Yeah, that's a plan, and they would have a plan behind that plan. That's See, they make plan. John Favreau the president of Lucasfilm. <laughs> needs to happen. It needs to actually, happen. I, I think it would actually have to be Dave Filoni, because Dave Filoni, he's like a version of Ryan Johnson, who is actually a Star Wars fan. Because, okay, Ryan Johnson, he is actually a talented director, but he does not care about Star Wars. He is not a Star Wars fan, even though he claims to be. Because if he were, he would actually respect the law and the uh, world around which he is building a story. But he doesn't know much about it. And he actively disrespects it by saying that he has to basically tear down the entire franchise in the movie and build it from the ground up. Yeah. Like, what the heck, man? <laughs> we're, we're running low on time. We have about three and a half minutes. Yeah, I know. Um, so we probably have enough time for like one more good point and then an outro. Um, 
So, yeah, I completely agree with that. I do think, however, that if they give Johnson his own trilogy, as is rumored, um, that would be pretty good. If he set it far enough away from Luke Skywalker to where we didn't have expectations about these characters going in. But honestly, after The Last Jedi, I don't think he's coming back. He is mega fired. (laughs) Probably. Um... I thought like he wouldn't be coming back simply for the reason that the fans would go burn down like Disney. Okay, so he did, him. he's only made the second most hated Star Wars fan uh, film. The most hated was the one that came after it. Everybody hated that. <laughs> oh yes, yes, yes. Because uh, Last Jedi has often been praised—I use the term lightly—as the most divisive Star Wars movie ever made. Because it completely divided the fan base into two, people who loved it and people who hated it. But you know, The Rise of Skywalker, it, it was a, an attempt at uniting all the Star Wars fans, and it succeeded spectacularly because it united us all by a... <laughs> Absolute <laughs> hatred. <laughs> yes, by, a, by a, a all one shock and horror as we watched the franchise we grew up to love. <laughs> <laughs> burned to the ground. <laughs> yep, pretty much. Thank you so much for coming on. So, Grant, do you want to um, get us out of this sequel trilogy? Uh, if you want to reach out to us, you can send us an email at muchtalkaboutnothing at gmail.com or on Instagram at muchtalkaboutnothing. We're on Twitter at MTAN Podcast. We have a Discord, which is Must Talk Municipality, a link in the description. And we have a website, which is podpage.com slash MTAN. Yep. And Brett, do you want to tell the people where they can find you? You can find me on the YouTube channel, Gemini Solis Workshop. That's G-E-M-I-N-I space S-O-L-E-S Workshop. And I will, I'm actually in the process of writing and directing a Star Wars fan film set about 3,000 years before A New Hope. So if you want to check that out, uh, you can email at, uh, oh, what's the email address? I believe it's workshop, Gemini Soul is, uh, at gmail.com. All right, definitely go do that. And for Brett and Grant, I've been Grant, and we will catch you in the new year. Happy New Year, everybody. Happy New Year. Let me tell you about PodPage. PodPage PodPage.com is the absolute best way to start a podcast website. It allows you to instantly integrate your podcast with the website and it helps with the theme and everything. It allows you to have one link to all of your episodes and all of your players. It's absolutely amazing. It really cuts down on my time. I don't have to add like a kite link or anything like that. It's just all in one and they do it for you. It's absolutely free. It's absolutely amazing. They also allow you to instantly generate tweets from your web page, So you can use your description in your tweet and it's absolutely great. I love it. Cannot say I love it enough. Go check it out. And when you do, make sure you use promo code MTAN if you have a podcast, if you don't have a podcast, then you need one. And then go use promo code MTAN. It lets them know that we sent you and it gets you your first month of podcast or pod page premium for free. It's absolutely great. Cannot recommend it enough. And I'm just using the free features. So if you want podcast or pod page pro after that first month, you just keep paying. But otherwise, the, the free features are absolutely amazing. Thank you.